had a vision. I saw myself standing in like a fire with an ice cream cone in my hand. And I had a sign that said, this is, this is my God. This is serious stuff. You got to get it together. Hi there. I'm so excited that you joined me today. Jesus is unveiling truth today. Things you might not know about. And so let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you for showing us the truth, telling us things to come, preparing us for that day. We love you and praise you. We just give you all the glory. We worship you. You know, worshiping Jesus is just like following him wherever he goes. And actually, Revelation says that. In Revelation 7, it says those who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. And that's what you want to be doing because you want to be sealed for that day. And when we follow him and when we worship him, when we admire him, when he is our king, our Lord, when there's nothing else before him, then we're going to have his mark on our forehead. And those who won't worship Jesus, those who choose the enemy, will be marked. They will have his mark. And when Jesus comes, when, when the angels are assigned to open those seals, it's going to be scary. And God wanted me to read some of that to you today. And before I do, um, first of all, in Revelation um, 1, I want to read this to you. This is in the Passion Translation. This is the unveiling of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to share with his loving servants what must occur swiftly. He, said, he signified it by sending his angel to his loving servant, John. I, John, bore witness to the word of God in the testimony of Jesus Christ, a joyous blessing rests upon the one who reads this message and upon those who hear the embrace and embrace the words of this prophecy, for the appointed time is in your hands. So Jesus is showing us that he is about to come. And he gave John, he gave John um, the visions. He, he, he showed John what was going to happen, and John wrote it down. And um, so what's going to happen, what's going to happen is when, when Jesus comes, God's wrath will be on, on those who chose to serve the enemy instead of him. There's a choice, either Jesus, either God or the enemy. And you have to make that choice. It's your choice to make. So I was instructed just to read this part to you. And there's so much more, and it's kind of in the middle of things, but this is how it's going to be. The fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. And the angel was given the key of the shaft of the abyss, the bottomless pit. And then the smoke... And then the smoke locust came forth on the earth, and such power was granted as the power of the earth scorpions have. And they were told not to injure the herbage, the earth, nor any green, nor any green thing or any tree, but only to attack such human beings as do not have the seal, the mark on their foreheads. Now that is scary to not be gods at that time. And they're not permitted to kill them, but to torment them 
distress vexed them for five months, and the pain caused them was the torture of a scorpion when it stings a person. And in those days, people will seek death, and they will not find it, and they will yearn to die, but death evades and flees from them. This is God's wrath. This is, this is going to happen to those who choose not to, those who don't choose him. The locusts resembled horses equipped for battle, and on their heads was something like golden crowns. Their faces resembled the faces of people. They had hair like the hair of a woman and teeth like lion's teeth. Verse 9, their breastplates resembled breastplates made of iron, and the noise made by the wings are roar of vast number of horse-drawn chariots going at full speed into battle. And they have tails like scorpions, and they have stings, and their tails have the ability to hurt men for five months. Over them is a king, the angel of the abyss of the bottomless pit, and one is name is Destruction, and um, the other is the Destroyer. First calamity has passed. Behold, two others are yet to follow. And then the sixth angel blew his trumpet from the four horns of the golden altar, which stands before God. And I heard solitary voice saying on on the sixth angel who had the trumpet, liberate the four angels who are bound at the great river of Ephesus. And so the four angels who had been in readiness for that hour at that appointed day and month and year were liberated to destroy a third of mankind. That's scary. And I'm not going to read all of it. Um, I, I would encourage that you do that. But I want to go back down to, I want to go down to um, verse 20. The rest of humanity who were not killed by these plagues even then did not repent of their worship their works of their own hands, so as to seize paying homage to the demons and the idols of gold and their silver and bronze and strong wood, which can neither see nor move. So what he's saying is they're, they're worshiping things that are nothing, just things over him. And they hadn't stopped even after going through watching all this happening. So the message that I have for you today, the reason God wanted me to read this to you is to wake you up to the fact that he is coming and these things are going to happen. As in the day of Noah in the flood, you can imagine how terrible it was for those people who were drowning. But this is going to be different. There's plagues, as we just read. The angels have a charge to destroy those who won't worship God. And still after all this, I just can't believe it. Still, after they see the power, the truth, they still are worshiping things. It's scary. And it's happening right here, right now on the earth. People worship things things more than they worship God. They won't put something down that's not even alive. They won't remove it from their life. Instead, choosing God instead. 
They won't. And, and, and God is a jealous God. And you can't serve him and the enemy at the same time. You can't serve stuff. And, and God, too. He's separating those who will follow him from those who will not even now. And you will see his wrath. His wrath. There's another side of God. And we just read some of it. You can't serve something else and God too. You have to make a choice. You can't serve the enemy, your flesh, and God too. There was a time when um, food was my God. And um, I, I had ice cream. And I, I heard God tell me to put it down. And I didn't. I quick ate it. And I had a vision. I saw myself standing in like a fire with an ice cream cone in my hand. And I had a sign that said, this is, this is my God. This is serious stuff. You got to get it together. Jesus is coming and he's warning us of what is to come. I just read you a little bit here today. And the word of God is your tool. The very thing that you need to to not only know him, but know what is going to happen. To know what's going to happen. And so read it. Take him seriously. Get to know Jesus. Get to know him. Um, Let him teach you. He said he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you would heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. He's going to prepare you for this day. If you follow him, if you, if you obey him, then his mark is going to be on you and the angels are going to bypass you. There'll be other angels that will come and collect you because you serve God. And so take this seriously. This is a word of warning today. John saw all of this and he wrote it down so that we can know what's going to happen. This is the truth. And when you submit to Jesus, he'll show you that truth. Just like no one knew what was going to happen, you're going to know because You're serving Jesus. If you're not, the enemy has your eyes blinded and you can't see the truth. You can't see that this is truth. You will look to it and it won't make any sense to you. But if you submit to God, resist the enemy, he'll flee and you'll be able to know what is about to happen very soon. We don't have much time to get ready. So let's pray. Jesus, we need you. We can't do this without you. Help us. Help us to just follow you. Thank you for the invitation. We receive it. Come, live on the inside of us and show us Teach us, correct us, 
Thank you for telling us ahead of time the choice that we have to make and the wrath that we'll have to face if we don't choose you. Thank you for telling us. Thank you. Thank you for making it a reality. Thank you for this book. Thank you. Thank you so much that we can know that it's not a surprise. I feel like Jesus is saying, I don't want this to happen to any of you. But you have to take it seriously and make a choice. Make a choice today. Understand and know that just because you call me Lord, that doesn't mean that I am your Lord. Let me correct you and show you what you serve. Let me show you. Let me correct you. Let me lead you down that narrow path. Yes, Jesus. All right. So, Lord, he said he corrects those he loves. He's going to convict you right now. You got to get on your knees every day and listen to him. Let him correct you, teach you, and guide you so you don't miss eternal life with him. You don't want to miss eternal life with him. It's too scary. And sometimes, you know, I was listening to him this morning and he said to say, sometimes you're doing evil and you don't even know it. You can't know it without him. You have to give him your time and attention so that he can teach you. I feel like he's saying, please, please do that. Give me your attention so I can show you truth. And when you know the truth, that truth will set you free from all evil. He's so in love with you. Choose him. It's not that He's picking and choosing. He's no respecter of persons. You have to make the choice. Choose him. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.